So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. The Young Bucks. They have responded to Kevin Owens taking a shot at them at WWE Raw this week, right after WrestleMania. Yeah, we got some tribalism for you. Hot off the press. AEW-WWE flack. It doesn't end there. Uh, because we're finding out more and more that <laughs> WWE guys don't really care about talking trash right now in interviews with AEW talent. Seth Rollins, who has always been outspoken, has never really held back his words, now refers to WWE as the big leagues. And if you want to wrestle in the big leagues, you got to come to WWE. Oh, who could he be talking about there? Uh, also, news about Logan Paul, the internet divisive figure who made a mark at WrestleMania, has reportedly negotiated something into a WWE deal that could be a a little bit surprising. We'll talk about what that is. Plus, we have more on the reasons behind Tony Khan managing Ring of Honor under the AEW banner. What is the future of the ROH brand underneath AEW? And the Supercard of Honor pay-per-view this past weekend. This is the first one produced by Tony Khan and AEW. What did it do on pay-per-view? We're getting into all of it. You haven't hit like on this video yet. You haven't shared it yet, dude. Come on, share the link or you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. There you go. I like that Jeremy comes in with the bass now. That's good. Maybe I should uh, do the the Johnny next time. Watch out. People power. (laughs) Thank you for joining us live. What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Callum, Jose G in Florida. Uh, And then over there in Nebraska, if you ask you, that is JB Huskers himself at JB Huskers, Jeremy Bennett. Jeremy, thank you so much for holding it down this past week. Jeremy was a boss this weekend, man. You killed it. Yeah, it was like we were in outer space. It's like Nebraska. We have a problem. <laughs> I did a so, I did a watch along last night too. I was like, holy cow! I I've, I've been on camera a lot lately. <laughs> uh, you're a popular man. If you're with us, you haven't hit the link video. Go ahead and do that. We're marching towards twenty eight thousand subscribers on YouTube. I know a lot of people enjoy us on the Facebook. Thank you so much, uh, millions of you on the podcast, kicking ass right now. I know some of you guys are just with us in the live streams, but the podcast version of the show. Thank you guys so much. So, so thankful. One of our biggest weeks ever in audio podcasting. We were number two in Apple wrestling charts in Pakistan. We were in the top 100 in the United States, Great Britain, Canada, Australia, and India. And we were number one. We were the number one wrestling podcast in all of of my family's native land of Ireland, which was very, very sweet. Uh, We did that uh, over the weekend. So thank you guys for checking out the show. Also on that audio podcast, if you guys are like, hey, I just watched Top Story. Well, if you want to listen to everything we do, our interviews drop there as well. And everything we do with Dutch Mantel and Vince Russo every week is on there as well. So check that out. Let's get right into it here. We have a lot of news coming out of the Raw After Mania, a not-so-heavy wrestling show. I know a lot of people are kind of critical of it. I haven't been able to dip into it, but I did read the stories on it. Uh, but what about this, though? A little bit of a curious thing here to, to make people angry on the internet. The Young Bucks, the figureheads of AEW, reportedly just uh, getting a little bit of a nod, some mockery from Kevin Owens, their former uh, tag team partner. 
in their independent days, uh, he did a little bit of a, a, a nod towards their direction in terms of mm-hmm. supposing here live on Raw, right? All their friends, their friends. Come on. Yeah. Uh, this was a dark match last night, unannounced. Uh, so nice treat for the Raw after Mania crowd to see Kevin Owens take on Cody Rhodes. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, that that Once that uh, started hitting the internet, that started to, uh, to spread like wildfire. And uh, then, of course, the Young Bucks had to uh, respond with a bio, an update on the bio. What up, Kev? As, of course, those three guys are good friends. So uh, pretty cool to see uh, the two brands interact. And uh, I, I thought overall it was a, uh, a great, a great taunt. There I was a lot of Kevin Owens uh, stuff like this, though. It's it, it's always yeah. hilarious. It always pay, uh, pays a little bit of fan service to the uh, people that has been following not only Kevin Owens's career, but the Young Bucks career. So it's always it's always nice when we get that little fan service. Everyone thinks this is this is a nasty problem. I, mean, I can see some people saying in the chat that this was, but it isn't. They have a lot of history together. They wrestled as a, a, a trio together on the independence for a long, long time. Uh, I, I'm of the thought that this isn't that bad. You had you had some AEW people backstage. This mm-hmm. week at WrestleMania, you had some at um, Hall of Fame. Also at the Hall of Fame, Andrade was there in the crowd uh, enjoying the event and and sitting with Charlotte. Uh, you also had a QT Marshall, who's still very much with AEW. Was Malachi Black. Now, yeah, Malachi Black. A lot of different people, and I, I think that's fine. You know, I, I like they were in boxes. GCW had a suite as well at WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought that was interesting that they had a suite. I was like, I saw that picture of, of Lauderdale and Steph. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> GCW um, had a good weekend. Uh, uh, for the culture, man, uh, Hit Row, the hit makers taking on Shane Taylor was great. Uh, Effie's Gay Brunch was entertaining as always. Of course, uh, you know, some great. Re- WrestleMania matches. had like 150,000 people at it. Like, it's not too bad. I, I think Raw was kind of sort of a Rest- letdown. The Cody oh. promo seemed cool. Yeah. yeah, but wrestling as a whole for the weekend, a lot of fun. Of course, Supercard was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of promotions did a lot of great things. Impact had a good show. Uh, so it was uh, it was uh, what you you want from a WrestleMania weekend is a lot of a lot of wrestlers doing a lot of good things and entertaining the people. Well, yeah, if, you, did, if, if you didn't find anything you like this weekend, there's so there's something seriously wrong with you, right? With all right. the with 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 everybody, well, everyone being nitpicky about Cody or things that are happening on other. If you didn't find anything you like this weekend, yeah, there is something seriously wrong with you. Yeah, uh, Victor Nash saying who won the dark match between Kevin Owens and Cody Rhodes? Cody, Cody. Cody. Cody All right, so that's pretty cool. I hope hopefully that pops up in the internet. Hopefully they film that. That was pretty cool. I'd like to see that match. Uh Ricky, Ricky here. Ricky Castillo's trying to ignite the flames uh Ooh, to Kevin yeah. uh Kellum's ass saying WWE needs to stop acting like they're the best after that atrocious raw last night. Here's the thing, Ricky. They took one of the founders of AEW and now he's being featured in a top spot. Smack him. It wasn't atro- it wasn't a, it was an atrocious raw, though. I'll tell him. I, I will agree with him there. I I guess I guess outside of the Cody, I I'm not I'm not gonna say anything about Raw because I, I I don't like when people review shows they haven't seen or they just follow on Twitter because I think that's stupid. Um, it's um, it's like it's like reviewing a movie off a trailer. It's I like they did it. a whole lot of nothing, and and this is supposed to be this is supposed to be a time of reset or or start some new things. And about mm-hmm. the only new things you got were Cody and then Edge, Edge's new faction. Uh, outside of that, there was rematches that we've seen a million times. Nothing happened when Bianca Belair came out. That could have been a perfect spot for a return or a debut. Absolutely nothing happened at the end of Roman. He just did his 10-minute walk to the ring, talked a little bit, and that was it. I mean, it was not a good 
Raw after Mania, especially you know when you're finally out of the pandemic mm-hmm. and you got a you got the crowd there. Uh, There's definitely was... a couple of things they could have changed around last night, especially with the coat, you know, with the whole Cody angle. I mean, I don't know if it would have been too early to pull that trigger, have Roman and her others like you come into my island and or, or you know get ready to challenge him. That might have been too soon. Um, I agree with you. I agree that for me, at least that last hour was terrible. The only um, thing the, that the, makes the me wonder. That, yeah, go ahead. The only thing that makes me wonder is if Roman is truly hurt. People are still talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he, uh, like I said, uh, on our post show, I don't know if he was, I, I thought he was just selling the Kimura because he got both arms up with both titles just fine when they were at the entrance ramp. He, Doesn't know, he, mean he's not hurt. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe they held off on, the next chapter and just gave us a boring ass end to raw because he's hurt and uh, can't do anything for a while. Good news though, is it looks like Lashley avoided surgery. Uh, so he, he, a lot of people thought he was coming to mania or he held off surgery to get a mania moment and then was going to have surgery. But it sounds like, especially after beating almost uh, that he's avoided surgery. So that's good news there. And of course you got that, got the big swerve there with uh, MVP turning on Lashley to join Omos last night. So let's jump into our next story, gentlemen. We have a lot to cover here, uh, just rolling off WrestleMania. And we move on here to a story involving AEW president Tony Khan and former AEW executive vice president Cody Rhodes, now a prominent member of uh, WWE, featured heavily this past weekend on WrestleMania at Monday at Raw. I think he was the highlight of the show. I did watch the promo. Thought it was compelling. I think the more he does these promos where he says it's easy to go back to WWE, the more it's got to piss you off if you're an AEW loyalist. And it would piss me off too if I if I was with them and I was in that camp. It wouldn't it wouldn't piss me off. It would it would agitate me, but I would understand it. Let me just be clear then or refine that. He basically elaborated in a series of different interviews, including the media scrum he did on Sunday, and then a more sit-down interview with Ariel Hawani that him and Tony Khan were just not seeing eye to eye. He also noted that he was not mature enough for the position that he was in, and he was, he was kind of stressing him out quite a bit, uh, and that he's a little bit more relaxed and uh, kind of understands his role a little bit more. And maybe fatherhood has kind of given him a better perspective on that. Uh, uh, but seeing not eye to eye with Tony Khan, this kind of lines up with a lot of different things we heard for a while, is that Tony Khan took the reins from the executive vice presidents in terms of full creative control about eight to nine months into AEW Dynamite being on air when they had a slight ratings dip. There were some things that were kind of wishy-washy. That, that mm-hmm. Not to say the bloom was off the rose, but they wanted to keep the momentum going. And then yeah. Khan kind of refined the ship. Yeah, uh, in that interview, they talked about, uh, uh, of course, Tony, Tony has said in the past that uh, there's the fallout and uh, had a personal issue. Uh, Cody would not share what that issue was uh, surrounding uh, the two, but did say that they were drifting apart. Quote, unfortunately, I cannot comment on the personal matter itself, but it just really came down. Tony Khan, who I have gener- uh, genuine respect for, and I hope uh, history is really kind to, because he bankrolled the entire grassroots movement that was starting in Ring of Honor, and then All In happened, and of course AEW happened, and then he was able to buy that footage back, and I felt like we were drifting apart. Had I asked him for this... Uh, that was the story I saw. I asked him for something and I didn't get it. I had I asked him, he's the type of man that would have given it to me. I just so didn't know. Mo- so money wasn't the issue there. No, it is it was probably something in terms of creative control. And he I goes, did like that Cody kind of squashed a bunch of different things that were reported. He's that oh, he didn't get the money he wanted. 
You know, that was something we were talking about was money. Yeah. Uh, and and now he's kind of saying, no, it wasn't money. It was something yeah, he else. Said, uh, he said that um, uh, he said generally it, it just felt that it was time. Can't commit on the personal nature, but it was nothing nefarious or scandalous. We just but isn't this, agree. this is this is what what they created. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Tony Khan brought all this money into the market. It yeah. changed the entire marketplace. If you're a big name wrestler, now you have two different opportunities at the top level of the business mm-hmm. that are both domestically broadcasted in North America. It's big league ball. Guys can mm-hmm. go back and forth. I mean, if you just thought the if you just thought someone signed with the Red Sox and they're with the Red Sox for all life and they're never going to play at the Yankees, you don't have a real perspective of the game. You just have loyalty, which is fine. It's fine if you have that, and that's that's what brings you into it. Uh, but this is part. Isn't this the change you wanted? He changed it by even going back now. So, uh, so I mean, it, the thing that I think people have to understand is this is a part of it. There's going to be people that go go back and forth, make more money. There's going to be people that want to end their career in WWE and don't want to end it in AEW, or vice versa. You know, or vice versa. What's a crazy scenario? Let me lay it out here. Young Bucks want to have a WrestleMania match. Can't do that in AEW. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you want to be uh, Darby Allen wants to have a WrestleMania moment. Can't do it. Wants to, wants to be in uh, the Royal Rumble. Can't do it. So there's some things you can only do in WWE in their platform that they've protected and held on to for a long time. And, uh, or you want to do things on NBC or, you know, through Fox. Now, where are you going to do that? If you're in wrestling, you got your venture point in is through WWE. So, Hey, that's part of what it is. Or if you want to do something on, on Warner, Maybe AEW said you gotta get, do that. So so it goes both ways. It goes both ways. This is part of it here. Uh uh Finbar O'Rudar. Thank you so much. I love the Irish people popping up here. Maybe that's the uh the, the old uh podcast chart here. Finbar saying TK is blowing uh, some amount of cash. He's not blowing it. He spent isn't a, AEW in the black now? They've been in the black on and off. I know they were within the black uh, reportedly within the first year. Rolling Curtis here with the super chat, always, always positive. It says we don't Crouch handed, we don't care during Edge's promo. Um, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. They uh, they 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 uh kind of played it off pretty well though, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, they played it off pretty well. I w- I wouldn't worry about it. It's still new. It's not worth you can't and, ping the uh, gamble or something. Next like week and next week on Raw Real Ripley will join the group. So all right, we'll see where it goes. Uh but what do you what do you think of this Cody situation and what do you think of the promo? Where do you think he's going, fellas? Within WWE. I think uh, I think he's going to be put him in a in a top spot pretty soon. Um, the story is there, you know, with his dad n- n- never winning the title, um, bringing it home, and the promo last night was very motivating. Uh, the fans are very behind him, very noticeably behind him, um, and I'm actually one to think that he might be the one in due time to take the title off of Roman mm-hmm. when that time needs to come. So. Um, they didn't bring him back to be in a mid card spot. They no. didn't bring him no. back to, uh, to to put that music on him. They're bringing him back with the branding he had in AEW into a bigger platform. Right now that it was seen by millions of people across the world and, and, at Wrest- and millions at WrestleMania. So but this is a big deal. This the is tricky part is he's on the Raw roster now. Roman, I mean, unless the rumors are not true, you know, uh, Roman's going to stay on SmackDown with both belts, and then they're introducing a new world title. So unless Cody wins money in the bank, you know, right now the road to him defeating Roman is really up in the air now because he is listed internally in the Raw roster. And I just saw the funniest tweet. Uh, unless, for all the, the people- unless the brand split goes away and they kind of cross yeah. both SmackDown and Raw. 
uh, like they used to. I just saw a funniest tweet for all those people saying Cody Rhodes is the first person to jump ship to date from AEW to WWE. They forgot about B Priestley. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, a lot to get in here too. I do think Cody was treated like a huge deal by WWE. Yeah. Uh, they don't bring out people for media scrums, guys, unless they want them to be a big. But game. hey, Money in the Bank for the first time is treated as a big five. Should be noted. Should and be it's noted. a stadium show. Yeah. That while we were talking to a lot of the other press guys, that was the very first post WrestleMania scrum that WWE has done with a particular superstar. They, they never do this. They haven't done this that. This is the least. first time they. Yeah. Uh, probably five or seven years. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't done something like that. Uh, and that was put together very, very quickly, and it was put together with a lot of emphasis on. And it went fifty minutes. Went fifty minutes. It's supposed to go thirty. Uh, so uh, that that's another thing that Cody likes to do. Did that in AEW, like yeah. doing it. I, uh, they I, brought I, the logo. I, they had the merch. They had everything ready to go. I think it all sets up for Cody winning Money in the Bank just because it's the first big in the Big Five. Now it's going to be in a stadium. It's going to be treated as a big deal now, a bigger deal than it normally is. So I think that's probably going to set the stage for. I also for think Cody. that's why you didn't get him Makes challenging. Sense. I also think that's why you didn't get him challenging Roman right away. There, there's, exactly. a, there's time. Yeah. There's time to get. Uh, there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of time, uh, guys. If you're just tuning in right now, I see 140 of you Woo! watching right now. Y'all need to slam Woo! that like button do that right now show us that love and support engage with the show make sure you show off those laugh emojis those heart emojis those angry emojis let mm-hmm. us know what's on your mind what do you guys think about cody's promo last night his appearance over wrestlemania weekend sound off in the comments let us know and go ahead and engage with the show let's jump into our next story because this still kind of ties into cody who was cody's opponent this weekend seth rollins was in the news and he had some uh some oh boy some comments <laughs> to uh to some loyalists or some people that are making their way into the wwe jeremy this is very interesting <laughs> yeah on how the best of the world are in the wwe seth rollins said quote anybody who wants to come work in the big leagues and he does his trademark laugh after that i said to him <laughs> i uh, booker t did a great rollins laugh by the way on the on the kickoff show uh, I was very impressed. I thought actually, he, I thought Rollins actually was showing up at the desk, but it was actually Booker T doing it. Uh, I said to him at WrestleMania, I've said it before, this is the premier professional wrestling company on the planet. I know, don't say professional wrestling. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We have the best in the world, and now we have Cody Rhodes on top of that, and he is joining that club. If you want to be the best, don't go play rinky-dink. Come here, do your thing here. We are the best, top-notch, across the board. I'm not taking anything away from anybody else or anywhere else. I love it. Do what you do. You guys are tremendous, and there are great talents out there. But this is where are the best. This is where you find out if you can hack it at the top, top level. Several shots fired in that statement I was cutting the promo there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got to cut our promos is Jeremy does it, and we're just behind him just doing handgun poses. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Seth. Uh, I, 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 I remark on an interview I did with him in 2019. He's, he, he's, when he's saying this stuff, it isn't like he's doing it wink, wink, nah, nah. No. 100% believes it. 100% believes it. All right. And he doesn't have any hold back on this. Now, I don't think that aggravates people because they think, well, you're supposed to have, you're supposed to give us the shoot thing, but not the complete shoot thing because that's not what I know. What did you want? You wanted this. You got it. You don't want to be on that team 
If you're in that locker room, you're on that team. That's what you're playing for. You can be courteous and respectful and all those different things. But this is what you asked for. This is what you asked for. You you have the names of everyone in WWE dropping out of everyone's mouth on TNT on a, on a weekly basis. And people love it. And it's really cool. And now this guy does it. And it's like, oh, dare you. You, 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 you bootlicking Stanford dog. Like, like, come on. Get over yourself. This is the fun stuff you want. And he believes it and backs it up and goes out and has the match of the weekend. So what is it? What, like, which, which one is it going to be today? Wait, where is the where is the I'm right, but I'm going to bait back it up with logic that kind of swings like a needle based on the way the weather blows, you know? Which one is it, Internet? Come on, tell me. I, and it's interesting because I think over the weekend there was a fan that was burning a Cody Rhodes shirt on, <laughs> on a live stream just showing all the... It's, like, this is ridiculous. You know who's laughing at that? What the hell is wrong with you? You know who's laughing at that? AEW because they still got your money. It's still got your money, dude. <laughs> you burned a shirt. Now you got to buy a new shirt from him. <laughs> I mean, Ridiculous. I swear. God. It's like when people are burning all their room. Kaepernick stuff. It's like, uh, uh, he still has your money. So Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this, is pretty, this is pretty ridiculous here. Uh, here we go. We we'll, we got some wrestle cringe in the, in the comments here. I'll go with it. Uh, John O'Hara Cohen. Uh, and Cody Rhodes did sign back with AE because Cody Rhodes wanted... Well, Want, hey, let me say this. I'm going to read the whole comment here. You got it on the screen. It moved. Uh, Cody Rhodes wanted to be back with WWE because Cena is hosting the TBS and AEW Wednesday. That isn't true. That's never. He's never said that. That's just a, a Speaking of not true, I have called this the best iteration of Seth Rollins in his career. I And so I have never <laughs> been Eric on says Jeremy is still no uh, hate kill. on Seth. I have, yeah. never no been on the, I have never been on the Seth hate club. Uh, never. Go check the tape. I can attest to that. I got a lot of tape, by the way. There's a lot of tape to verify that. Yes. We've been on the Seth Rollins bandwagon yeah. right now yeah. for a while. For So I, whatever y'all are saying, it is completely not true. All well, right, man. Let's jump into this Logan Paul story, man. He's been making... A lot of eyebrows raised this weekend. Tremendous matchup this weekend with The Miz going up against Mysterios. Man, he looked awesome. But now it looks like we are going to get a baby face Logan Paul. I don't know, man. Like on, on the surface, I'll someone proved me wrong on this, right? I've been proven wrong before, and I don't mind saying it. But the guy is a natural heel. Just a natural, yeah. natural heel. And I think there are, he's the cool heel that we're the generational kids that love him, that are the Gen Z kids. They'll tune in and love him because he's an influencer and all those different things. And he's gorgeous and fun to look at, right? Uh, and then for, you know, the Gen X, Zoomer, Boomers, whatever we are above the, uh, the age of 25, we'll just boo him, right? So my thing is, like, keep him a heel then. Uh, it, it was certainly shocking when Miz turned on him, right? To me, the, the, the paper lays out here for a big was, Saudi Arabia match, it was right? Pointless. It was pointless that he turned on him. It got a, it got a big reaction. Like live, people like lost their minds with it. Yeah, but it made, it it made short Miz term? a baby face. The crowd popped for it. Yeah, is it a short term thing? You know, is it a short term payoff here? I don't they, see any situation where they cheer Paul. I don't. I don't either. I think I think this is going to be the other way around. I think the Miz is going to be the one ending up being the baby face in this matchup because mm -hmm. yeah, he'll come off the baby face. It's like, oh, the Miz attacked me, but he's going to be booed so loud that he's going to have no other option to stay as the heel. And the Miz yeah. can be a good baby face too while still having some heelish tendencies. Can we talk yeah. these Monday Night Raw ratings here? I know we I know we we smashed on Raw, but. The interest in WWE seems to be up here. Uh, these numbers coming in from Showbuzz Daily uh, via the Nielsen ratings. 
Monday Night Raw live after WrestleMania 38 edition here drew an average of 2.1 million viewers, according to Nielsen. This is up 6%. Last week, they had 1.97. So this has been trending for the past month up. For the shows, the first hour drew at 2.3 million. So that's very, very high. That's higher than some uh, quarter hours of uh, SmackDown, which has been the most watched wrestling show on television. Can we... Can we talk about Jeremy Lambert's uh, uh, headline for uh, Veer on Fightful last night? <laughs> what did he say? This got uh, the the attention of guys like MVP who retweeted it and couldn't believe what he said. Uh, Veer comes hard on Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. Yeah. Guys like MVP saw that and retweeted oh, it. No. Oh, no. Let's talk was... about that. Well, the MVP with that turn on Bobby Lashley last night, that was really cool. I, I saw that, that was, coming a I, mile him, away. Him him coming, uh, you, you know, uh, uniting forces with Omos. I think that's a good move for Omos. Yeah, the uh, fact that he wasn't at Mania, I think, really telegraphed that that was coming a mile away. He was in town. He was in town. Yeah. I, I saw him. He was. I there. mean, on camera, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he, he was straight up balling. Straight up balling. I know that. Ball. I, saw, I saw a big case of booze being brought into the Omni Hotel that that were that he had, <laughs> that he had ordered. So I thought that was like, uh, that's on brand. <laughs> that's, that's on brand, dude. Uh, so good on him. Uh, so I like that. Some good things here. Let's talk about Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor now under the AEW banner. Super Card of Honor uh, getting some great reviews. We'll, uh, we will look more at those pay-per-view numbers before we sign off here today. Uh, but Jeremy, what's the latest here on Tony Khan uh, kind of overtaking this heritage brand? He's created his own brand in AEW, but this one, he's kind of running one that's already been established. Uh, yeah, Tony Khan recently spoke uh, to the media. Uh, this was after the Supercard of Honor show and uh, about if the ROH championship is going to be defended on uh, AEW. And uh, Tony Khan said, I would definitely love to have Jonathan defend the title in AEW and on AEW programming. I think that's something definitely possible. And uh, Jonathan could tell you, I think, better than anybody about his vast experiences in wrestling and all the championships he's held in all the promotions around the world. So I'm excited for him to defend the championship in AEW on Dynamite or on Rampage and lots of our great programming. Also, I think there are a lot of great relationships that we have with other companies and relationships Jonathan has with other companies. There's a lot of exciting possibilities, both in AEW and through the, oh, our favorite term, the Forbidden Door. Ooh. Speaking Ooh. of Supercard of Honor, is it by a the forbidden way, door if it's just down the hall? Yeah, no, no, he but was the, talking. He's talking the about the other. Forbidden. No, he was talking about the end of the uh, the end of that statement where he's talking about other companies bringing their titles into sure. uh, or other people into challenge for Ring of Honor. So he's uh, talking about other su- Supercard of Honor, well received show. I haven't been able to see it still see it like if it as I yeah. return to Planet Illinois after being on Planet Texas. Did uh, twenty thousand buys, which in comparison, Final Battle did. Th- or no best in the world in 2020 did 3,500. So a big uh, boost into the normal pay rate buy rate for a ring of honor pay-per-view for Supercard of honor. Still less than you'd like, but I mean, also it's WrestleMania week events. Those are doing pretty well. Uh, Fight is the destination for that. This was on fight where a lot of other wrestling shows were streaming. This went head to head with SmackDown too. Yeah. And you went head to head with, you you went head to head with the, the hall of fame. I think I could see a lot of fans, just saying, you know what? I'm going to watch the Hall of Fame tonight. The Undertaker's going in. And, and that makes complete sense. Yep. But you also have those fans who are just like, I love wrestling. I don't like WWE. There were a lot of people I met this week. You want to hear some funny WrestleMania stories? Jose, I don't know if you knew this. Maybe I think you and I shared this in the press box one time. So we were like, we were in the press box. We're doing the WWE thing. We're covering the event. But we're there with wrestling media people. We're there with people. And someone told me this story secondhand. I thought it was very, very funny. 
And this bar put up WrestleMania posters. They put up WrestleMania posters because they, they knew wrestling fans were in town. I was like, that's really cool. They bought some wrestling stuff for people to come and see. And it was all old WrestleMania posters. So uh, this crew of guys come in, and they were at the GCW AEW events. And the guys are like, hey, thanks for coming in. They can see the wrestling t-shirts. I hope you guys are having you know, a good time. Hey, WrestleMania week. And the guy's like, we're not here for WrestleMania. Like the guy said it like that. And then his friends had to be like, dude, calm down. <laughs> oh and, and he goes, and the guys, the, the bartender's like, ah, I don't, okay. We're not here for WrestleMania. WWE sucks. <laughs> yes. I don't like that fake stuff. I don't uh, like that fake stuff. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this. Roland Curtis, DSC, Roland Curtis. Cody, uh, Cody resurrects the 1977 WWF <laughs> belt. Now, uh, that is in reference, uh, Roland, to an interview that Cody did this week with Ariel Hawani, where he talked about how Dan Lambert, a part of AEW, uh, is a wrestling historian, a very successful fighting promoter had the 1977 the physical 1977 wwf championship belt that was a title that was held by dusty for a while it was held by superstar billy graham it was actually part of the leather was torn which was done in an angle the actual physical belt he has it and gifted it to cody because uh, he knew it was something that would mean something to him i don't know if that's true they did uh they did air that clip of dusty winning the world title and then kind of Cody laying the groundwork to say that he wants to fulfill his father's legacy. I, I don't ever see WWF going backwards in terms of titles. I don't think they're ever going to resurrect a title, so to speak. No, I, I could see them using the physical title as part of an angle or having it on television. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and WWE in that regard doesn't mind acknowledging their legacy a lot because they do it they could constantly. They could incorporate some of the design into the new title, not sure. per se resurrect the actual title, you know, but mm-hmm. maybe use some elements of, of what made that title great and put it into the new championship belt. So but then, but uh, then again, if we're doing it that we're not, we're not having him take on Roman Reigns at that point. We're having him go for that title and not for Roman. So we'll see. It's a, it's an open book. Mm-hmm. Cody coming into the promotion really changes a lot of things. A couple of new names. So it isn't all bad. You know, a lot more people watching Monday at Raw this week than they were the, you know, the past I, I, few weeks. Monet in the chat. Yeah, this is about the most obvious thing that's going to happen tomorrow because A, there was no reason for, to have a rematch next week. And B, yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that's going to save a turn is if they both join Edge. That's the only thing that's going to save Rhea from <laughs> turning on Liv. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching the whole show. You're with us the whole time. Thank you so, so much. Hit the like button if you enjoyed it. If you're watching on demand, we still want to hear from you. Jump into those comments below if you've been watching on demand. And uh, don't don't be not out of the conversation. Lurkers and watchers in silent mouths, they don't get wrestling fed on the internet. Come on now, let's jump into the conversation. Get yourself a piece of the pie. Conversation pie. It is hot and steaming, and it never cools off. Remember, when watching wrestling, you must do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. You do that with the cadence of like clap. Enjoy wrestling. Yes, enjoy wrestling. Enjoy wrestling. Clap. Yeah. Clap. <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out.